Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Grapplecast. It is I, Jamie, and at this moment in time, I'm joined with Dan and Joe. Hello. What up, Oos? What up? I'm not even a tribal chief. I'm just an Oos. Am I an honorary Oos? Is it my hair? Is it because I represent... I resemble Sammy, Samuel Zane a little bit too much. That is it. Well, you know, you are a tribal chief as well. Good. Well, I bloody well hope so. But no, <laughs> Taryn, our tribal chief, is currently stuck in traffic. He will be joining us in about 10 minutes time. But we thought we might as well kick it off anyway, because we know Taryn doesn't really watch wrestling, let alone AEW. So he just we reads well... it, doesn't he? So... He reads it and he really watches some of the pay-per-views and, you know, he won't listen to this bit anyway. So we're OK because he never listens back to the episodes, do you, Taryn? No. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we're just going to jump straight into it. We got we weren't here last week. We took a, a nice week off. Not much happened in the, the world of wrestling. But this week we've had a brand new wrestling show, but a wrestling show to look forward to on Sunday night. So it's going to be an action-packed All Elite Wrestling episode. An all episode of wrestling, <laughs> as we say. So, I mean, I mean, let, let's let's kick it off. Saturday night was okay for fighting. Elton John, let's start off with that. Elton John. How many times did Nigel McGuinness mention it was Elton John? Sir Elton would be proud. Kevin Kelly took a little bit of time. He just took time to get used to, didn't he? But we're used to Nigel McGuinness from WWE. And yeah, he just kept bringing it up every two minutes. Well, I mean, you would do if you... I mean, it was probably part of the contract that you paid that much for the song that you have to mention his name at a certain amount of times on the broadcast. Yeah. It's a bit ironic, isn't it? Because Watford and uh, Fulham are like rivals of the football and then they got Al John's song on AEW, so he must have like swooped it over. I mean, Tony Khan did mention that in the tweet as well when he announced, obviously, the official theme. He says, yeah, we may be rivals on the soccer field. He did say football, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but um, just for the purpose of this, we'll say soccer. But, um, yeah, we will be collaborating for AEW Collision. And it's a very nice theme. It's a good video. It gets you ready and pumped for your Wednesday night on ITV, Dan and Joe. Yeah, well, we see it was on nine o'clock on Wednesday, so we decided well, we just finished watching NXT, and we're like, oh well, it's just starting. Let's stick it on. And you know what? I I, I might actually I might go there. I think it's better than Dynamite. Oh, we really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed Collision. It was like nice pace of show. Like all the matches weren't too long. It's just like a nice flow to it. I, re- I really they're the, enjoyed it. They're the announcers' table where it's supposed to be. The rampway was a nice aesthetic. And they had one entrance way, not a heel entrance and a face entrance, which just annoys me. And a neutral entrance. No, there's an entrance. Just walk down the ramp, wave to the crowd, get in the ring, do your thing, go on, bye-bye. It was nice. It looked nicer. It felt nicer. It was just nice and smooth. Um, everything about it was good. And it's, it is the bad boy show. All the people who were relegated from uh, Dynamite are now on this show. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it's it. Even though your WWE reject. That's why you probably like it. Andrade, CM Punk, Samoa Joe. Like you said, all these bad boys, like said, all these WWE rejects that was released of all on this show. Yeah, and but the annoying thing is, I've seen the card. I know you haven't seen. Um, what, well, you've probably read what happened on Dynamite this week, but the card for Collision is pretty much extensions of what happened on Collision last week. It's got like another member House of Black against uh, Andrade, and instead of it being a six-man tag for the main event, it's the same people, and they just added one more person in each corner. Um, so the, the card is needs a little bit of work and the stories, but it's still an early show. It's only going to be the second week coming up now. Um, but ultimately, I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed it a lot more than I enjoyed Dynamite. Fair enough. I mean, as long as they keep the storylines going. It, it, again, I know we did talk about it briefly a few weeks ago, whether it would continue along the same lines of Dynamite, whether they'll brand split it or because you've got three nights of wrestling now in AEW which technically is one brand one show all the wrestlers can appear wherever they want of Dynamite on a Wednesday Rampage on a Friday and now Collision on a Saturday so it'll be interesting to see what they do or whether they just keep this because I think the way that they do anyway is these Collision people yes they could technically appear on Dynamite if they wanted to but 
that'll mainly be their show without them being branded on that show. And you'll get the same people that will usually wrestle on Rampage every week. Like we had Jade Cargill, for example, would only really wrestle on Rampage. You never really saw her on Dynamite. Same with Hook. So, same with Hook until he got his jungle hook. But, yeah, and I know um, you've got that, that uh, Matt, what's his name? Pe- something, Pe- Joe, John, John Joe Perry or whatever his name is. Jungle, jungle kid. Boy Jack jungle, Perry. Jungle Kid Joe Perry he used to play tennis. Yeah, he, he's got a, like, a, a, a title match for one of those, was it the IWGP world title? Sonata, is it? He's facing it for Forbidden He's Door. facing Sonata. He answered the open challenge last week for Forbidden isn't it? Must be fair. I mean, it's his proper first big title shot by himself for the singles title. So that's one thing he said would happen in 2023. He's going to win a singles title. Didn't I Jungle think... Kid, Jack Jones, whatever his name is, didn't he win the TNT? No, he's never won a single style. Oh, well, Lucha, Lucha, Lucha Dinosaur. Luchasaurus is now a TNT one, champion. The, yeah, Lucha, the Lucha Dinosaur guy, yeah, he went, he went on collision and Christian Cage celebrated. Like, it was like brilliant, it was the though, wasn't it? 2001 <laughs> King of the Ring. I, I mean, it basically, is that I, who was it? Was it, it was Shane McMahon, weren't it? When Shane McMahon stepped in for the Miz and basically was like, yeah, now I'm the best in the world after all that. That's basically what Christine did. He didn't really do anything, but now he's like, and it's great. He's just going to walk around saying, I'm the champ. I'm the best. Even obviously it was all Luchasaurus, but I'm I'm all here for it. This is the best Christian we've seen in his whole career, AEW. I agree. I am really enjoying the way he's uh, healing it up, getting the crowd booing him. His promos gets us going. And we'll I say that. For like, he's got like no momentum after. Like, he, he wins it, then he loses it. Then he wins again, then he loses it again. I'm like, poor Wardlow. Ah, that's right, his contract will be up soon. He go to a proper company, it's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, that's one of the good things, because I think what you're looking at, the um, the All-Atlantic Championship isn't really changing hands at the moment. Orange Cassidy's hit about 25 defences of the title. MJF is a spectacle. He's not going to wrestle at every single show. And He's a tag he, team competitor now, anyway. Well... Apparently so. Um, and then you've got, um, obviously, the TNT title, where I know Taryn, obviously, will say it's the hot potato, really, of the company. But at least that's where all the drama is in the company. That's what the title is always going to be defended and possibly change hands, because any of the other titles at the moment aren't changing hands. Well, what about the six mans? Will, well, will Billy the, Gunn about to say the win trios. this title? Yeah. Will, he win this, will he win a title with the acclaimed? <sighs> It was weird. I was I was thinking about this because obviously the trio's title that's kind of what they're going for, and the acclaimed are probably one of the most over in the company at the moment. Obviously, a like what what's we're looking for now, um, like AEW means, um, yeah. Well, I can't I can't, I can't remember what I was gonna say now. Thanks oh, but there's that. trio's titles. No, about what what he says. Obviously, everybody loves the acclaimed. And they do. Sizzamy, Daddy, Daddy, they say Daddy, thing, you know, don't they? They say um. Sizzamy, Daddy, Daddy, DX man. Sizzamy, Daddy ass. But um, no, I'll remember it at some point. But <laughs> yeah, there'll be the thing. Oh, what I was going to say though, before I got completely distracted by their saying, was, do you think that the acclaimed are going to turn on Billy Gum? No, I don't think so. I mean, guns are in the elite in um, the Bullet Club now, so why, there'd be no point in that happening. I think they, you'll have that feel good moment. Might even happen at All In in London. Who knows? And when we want to talk about London. I think it's a, a nice segue to bring in Taryn. Hello, he's here finally after driving from here London. I am. What it feels like. Oh, don't even get me started. I had to pick her up from an appointment. So yes. Anyway, don't worry, I'll be done well before six and you'll be ready to record at six. Six o'clock, I'm still sat in the car waiting, but then that's to be expected, isn't it? How are we all? Yeah, good. You look, I know the people at home can't see you, but you look very much like a minion today. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's, it's a yellow Stranger Things t-shirt. <laughs> yes, it's a yellow t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a yellow, just a yellow t-shirt. Yeah, I got my heavy machinery uh, WWE Sharp Otis t-shirt on, body by steak, and I had steak for tea as well. Oh, well, there we go. I'm having a 
type of curry that's we've just thrown loads of spices and some coconut milk in. So we'll look we'll look forward to that. I'm having fish. Mm, what what fish? A haddock battered. Oh Christ! Sake. There is a time and a place. What have we chatted about? What have we chatted about? Collision. Have you watched it, Taryn? Of course you haven't. Yes, I have. I started watching it online, dodgily, and then I finished off watching it. Dodgily? It's on ITV on a Wednesday Well, no, and then I started watching... Yeah, well, I watched it the day after. It was on my way four days to watch it. Um, Yeah, I thought... Well, yeah, there you go. (laughs) I thought it was a decent enough show. Right way to start with punk and the pipe... uh, And the pipe bomb. What am I on about? It's because I watched his... With his Pepsi Pepsi Phil. Pepsi Phil, Phil. CM Um, Yeah, right way to start off. Big pop, not as big as when he obviously returned to wrestling in general, because obviously people knew it was happening this time, but still decent enough. I um, Have we spoke about the TNT title, the, the AEW 24-7 title? Well, I literally just said how much you love the hot potato of it. Oh, I, mean, I just, I've, how many times have I said it on this podcast? And he's, I forget, he's been champion for what? A couple of weeks, a month? He's given it to a dinosaur now. Oh, I just. Crispy and Jungle Saurus, the dinosaur. The, the only thing I like about it is the fact that, yeah, that Christian is holding up the title like it's his. We, it reminds me of when Edge won King of the Ring back in, what, 2002? two around that time was it and um 2001 there we go and christian carried the king of the ring trophy around like like it was his and then obviously that led to the inevitable split between them so you you know you know it's going to kind of go that way eventually but i don't mind luchasaurus i prefer him now he's got the darker gimmick and he's away from the whole jungle boy side of things but the, yeah the what where's the credibility in that title if it's just going to change hands once a month sometimes more than once a month it's happened it's changed hands in the same week before so that that's the issue i have with it but collision overall i thought was pretty solid it's just how how they're going to keep the momentum up because you look at something like rampage where the momentum of that quickly died down after the space of a couple of months they don't want to really be doing that with collision but you know ticket sales already from the second episode onwards aren't great that may be to do with the fact it's a tour of canada but then you would expect ticket sales to do quite well because they're not in canada all the time so it swings and roundabouts but I wish him the best with it. I have a feeling eventually Rampage will probably die down to kind well, of be the one. Rampage is just an hour after Dynamite. So just well, that, that's what I mean. by an hour, have a free yeah. show and then, and then just have your Wednesday and Saturday if that's what you really want. Because I don't see the point of like having that Rampage because the audience get the three hours anyway. You might as well just put it on TV the third hour rather than waiting two days when everyone's already read the results by that point. Well, and that's why probably not a lot of people watch a pre-record. Especially since they, the way that they've marketed Collision and they kind of said it without saying it in the press conferences is that they're very much positioning Collision as the second show or joint show along with Dynamite. So, you know, where does that leave Rampage? That's basically your Raw and SmackDown, Dynamite and Collision now. Rampage is... Not your NXT in respect of development, but your NXT that people will watch if they really want to watch wrestling and leave it be because... It's the 205 Live, really, isn't it? Basically, because nothing's really really developing on that show. The the main storylines will develop on Dynamite and Collision. And, and, you know, some of maybe your mid-card, lower mid-card stuff might develop on Rampage, but not to the point where it's must-see TV, because you can the quickly pick up TV. what's happening. Aubrey Edwards made a debut last oh. week in the ring against oh. Karen Jarrett. How did that? Oh, well, in okay. that tag I, match, I it was, was Jeff ask... Jarrett, um, what's it called, Jay Lethal oh, and Karen Jarrett versus Papa Briscoe, Mark Briscoe, and uh, Aubrey, yeah, Aubrey Edwards. Edwards in a, so is she, is she actually transitioning into no, it was just the rivalry. Or just for the same, right, I see. It was just for that match because they had that rivalry, obviously, that went through the, the pay-per-view. And obviously, because the carnies. And Aubrey's had enough of it. She's like, no, stop it. <laughs> Basically, and she smacked her over the head with the guitar, didn't she? 
when she got smacked over I her head. I saw that, and didn't she, like, fall over on her heel? She fell on a fucking horse. Yeah, on a fucking horse again, she did. Yeah, I saw, I saw her, like, ankle go in the heel and then get up. So, always, always funny when something like that happens. Yeah, the gifts we... after. How are we looking forward to the weekend then with the Forbidden Door 2023? I can't bloody wait. Some dream matches. So obviously you've got the two main matches anyway, which were announced, which are the the dream matches. Some you've got the once in a lifetime matches, what you always wanted in regards to Brian Danielson. But then you've got the twice in a lifetime of Kenny Omega <laughs> and Will Ospreay. Yeah, ready for match. ready for thrice in a all in or all out. Yeah, one of the two exactly. Yeah, you've got Japan, Canada, and England. That's an international tour right there. That's all you need. Headlined by Osprey and Omega, this match is going to be another six star match. London will be a nine star match. It'll be the first ever ten star match. I'm calling it now. I I did read. I don't know if you guys did that. The ending of the first ever episode of Collision had to be rewritten because they the idea was at the end of Collision after the FTR and CM Punk were victorious, um, FTR were going to leave the ring and Kenta was going to come up from behind and attack Punk, ready to set up their match for Forbidden Door, and then and apparently that was all signed off and, and done and ready, and then Kenta literally pulled out at the last minute. Apparently, New Japan are fuming with him. I assume Tony Carter's as well. But yeah, apparently New Japan are human because he's obviously gone back on the word of, of doing the match and now they're no longer doing it. Hence the reason Punk's got a, a new opponent for the match, Kojima. No more battle of the GTSs. I mean, again, this is a dream match that you've wanted for so long as well of CM Punk and Kenta. Let's just hope CM Punk, Pepsi Phil stays fit enough, long enough that we'll actually get this match oh, we... next year. He won't because he's CM junk. That's why. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been out for nine months because I've had a torn bicep. Oh, yeah, so you're not going to talk about, like, having a fight with the Young Bucks backstage then? No. Well, he kind of said, didn't him. he? Uh, what, what, there what was, was a it? reference. What did he say? He said something cheap about... Bucks or something. A, a, mil- yeah, a million books. books or cheap books. Yeah, well, he said, he said something and it rhymed with cheap books. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I see what you did there. He was very much referring to it without referring to it, wasn't he? But, I mean, yeah. they've been doing it for months. And, um, oh, yeah. Omega's been doing it for months in promos as well. You kind of all, you know, it's a little nugget. It's an Easter egg, isn't it? If you know, you know. Yeah. So, um, it will be great when they face each other as well, because they will inevitably Kenny Omega VCM. It's the rest of the business. Like he said, this is the rest of the business. We're here to make money. We're here to make feuds. I dare say they probably made up backstage and, as well, or they've got them in separate areas of the arena. Either way, it doesn't matter. It's good telly, isn't it? With um, well, I'm on a completely different show. Well, yeah, well not last true. night they weren't. Well, that's a point because CM Punk appeared on Dynamite, didn't he? He did. Seven eight man collision. And then the week it. afterwards, they can include Aubrey Edwards and Karen Jarrett. They're gonna have a ten man tag, mm. and then they'll they'll include a couple others, and then it'll be a twelve man tag. That's every collision is just gonna keep going up. Yeah, for the 12 stars, for Dave Meltzer's 12 stars, they need 12 men or women for the 12 stars, one for each. Well, if we go and pay 50, 40, 50 quid, we can go see him in London and we can tell him how silly it is. So I know Forbidden Door has still got to happen this weekend, but, you know, we're mm-hmm. not we're not far off in the grand scheme of things all in. We're, what's the date? The two months. So, so two months away. I still find it interesting that there hasn't really been any... I, Obviously, I'm not surprised there hasn't been any matches announced because they're going to start doing that from after this weekend within the next couple of weeks. But you usually start to get some sort of more than just rumour that's, that's pretty much confirmed without being confirmed, like it, it leaks type things. And, and other than, oh, I, I hope it will be Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay, for example, again, it hasn't been like nobody like Meltzer or anyone's reported it to say, Oh, it will be. Nothing like this happening, which is making me slightly worried is the fact that are they do they know what they're gonna do and they are just keeping it really tight wrapped or or, or do they not know what they're doing at all yet? Or do they have an idea but they don't wanna announce it yet because it's gonna sound a bit house showy. That's my The problem worry. you've got is they've got um they got a pay per view literally the week after. So they got another show then. So they can build I can't believe they've done but, that. 
you can dream matches. If you think it's in Wembley, Chris Jericho is going to want to have a match in Wembley. So, you know, he's going to be on the card against somebody pretty big. Um, they're probably going to bring Davy Boy Smith back in and he's probably going to go for the TNT title. I did because they're going to be yeah, Goldberg right back. We're going to be having that. <laughs> yeah, um, there's an independent wrestler called Michael Oku. Um, and on Chris Jericho's podcast, Jericho basically said that you're, he's pretty much going to be on the show, even if it's on like a dark or something. You've got to think of all of these British wrestlers who are around at the moment and they can incorporate the British scene. Um, you know, you're seeing like the flashes of Andrews going on impacts recently. Danny Luna was on impact a couple of weeks ago. So they could. there's a lot of them that aren't really doing much that are hanging around that they could quite easily get a lot of British involvement in it. I mean, Grizzled Young Veterans, we thought they were going to get their release. And if they had, I mean, they would have been perfect for the tag division. But, I mean, Brendan and Danny Jones, they, the, the greedy souls, they might be facing the tag champs. You never know. Think of all of the other British people that they might be able to rope in. Do they run the risk if they do that, though? Because let's look at it this way. They want to appease a British audience. Of course they do. And you would assume that a lot of the people that are going to, let, let's take WWE out of the equation for now, a lot of people will be going to an AEW British event in Wembley. There will be a handful that will be a casual viewer that want to see CM Punk if he's going to be there, Jericho is going to be there, because they know those days. But a large majority, I would argue probably three quarters of the crowd, will know the British scenes is some independent wrestlers, that type of thing. But at the same time, don't AEW still need to market this event to an international audience because it's on pay-per-view still worldwide? So do they then run the risk of getting in, say, a handful of British talent to the point where the American audience is going to be like, I, I literally do not know who these people are, so why should I care about ordering the show? I think you need, with the show, there's a lot of people who will have seen it in London, see that it, the tickets were quite reasonable. Very similar with like Soccer Aid that's um, in the UK. You know, people will go to that because they know that there's they're going to have a good time. They're going to see. Oh, well, he knows. You know, yeah, they I'm don't know who's going to be there. They don't yeah. know what's going to happen, but they know they're going to have a fun time. It's very similar with this all-in event. You know that you're going to get the big names like the Chris Jericho's, um, the MJFs. They're all uh, CM Punk's probably going to make an appearance, but ultimately they're going to fill a three-hour show. You need your entertainment, so you're going to have Jungle Boy doing his whoa, whoa, whoa thing. You can have Orange Cassidy with his little backpack being annoying. Um, but, I still you know, chant by then. We bloody well hope yeah. so. But you've um, got to think, they're, they're the ones who are going to get the people off their feet. But then you've got the Dan- Daniel Bryan's going to have a massive match. Um, who? Daniel Bryan. Uh, He's going to have a big match, isn't he? He's returning. Um, he hasn't wrestled in years. Daniel Bryan versus Bryan Danielson. <laughs> you'll have um, Adam Cole as well. He'll be in some sort of match. So you'll have the people that everybody knows. But also, it'll be star making. People will be going away going, oh, wow, did you see this person? I'll see that person. But they do have a, a lot of people there, like the Bucks, Omega, that people will know. But I, I think it is generally going to be an entertainment spectacle. I, I would not be surprised if we get Davey Boy and he goes for the TNT because they all want to recreate that um, Intercontinental title moment at, at 92. It could be I a think, complete open challenge yeah. against Orange Cassidy's international championship. I hope, as long as he drops it, then I'm quite willing for him to be on the show. He's you defending it on the weekend, though, isn't he? He could drop it on the weekend. I mean, you've got all the things as well. Like, he's, I mean, I, I can't wait for that match as well as that Sabre Jr. It's going to be What's bloody Mickey beautiful. What's Nicky James' name again, Dad? Uh, Nick Aldis. He's Nick Aldis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. good. Impact. Yeah. But He's you've got. Oh yeah. I mean, I think the unconfirmed rumor of the main event, which I think will be the main event, will be Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm for the women's title. Well, is that going to sell the tickets though? I don't know if it. Yeah, would. it's a homegrown hero. Sorry, Whether it be the main event, well. un- unless, unless obviously they go for a tag match because the. That they'll save that match for All Out, which is stupid because, you know, she wanted to go into Wembley as a champion, so she's just going to leave Wembley as a champion unless they want to have riots, which, you know, clash at the castle. <laughs> but there you go. Um, unless they kind of go for... Because, again, I feel this match is coming, but they usually leave it for Dynamite, but what a perfect way to do it would be have blood and guts at All In. Have the Elite versus Blackpool Combat, Blackpool Combat Club in Blood and Guts in Wembley. It'd be bloody beautiful. You think I don't they think it will happen for another two months? I, I don't think it will happen, but I agree it would be. But then going back to the main event being for the women's title, surely that rules out MJF appearing on the show and defending his title, which surely well, is going to be, be there. Why? 
Well, like, World Title's got to be the main. World Title doesn't have to be the main event anymore. Oh, then, yeah, no, Seth Rollins yeah, just won it at the last pay per view in the first match. Yeah, at WrestleMania ninety two, the, the WWE title was defended in the third on the card. Too. That's it. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. third on the card, and you had the Intercontinental as the main. Yeah. Special circumstances. That's when the Intercontinental title meant something. I'd Again, argue that you had no, the, um, I'd argue that the TNT title, the international title, all these Orange Cassidy all. main event. Oh, okay. uh, I, I wouldn't go with that ago. was the main event. I'm not mm. going. It wasn't a title match, but obviously it was a world title eliminator match. MGF faced Adam Cole in the opening match. Again, like forbidden, not forbidden door, uh, double or nothing. MGF was the second to last match, the, the pillar four way. But that's because double, we've already had this discussion, but double or nothing is known for its anarchy in the arenas or stadium stampedes. So I think we've gone away from that world title needs to be last. It needs to be the biggest feud and the biggest storyline needs to be last because that's what we are building for. And if we're talking about homegrown heroes and the biggest story, it's Jamie Hayter and Tony Storm at this moment in time, unless we have the elite versus Blackpool Combat Club. Do we think the fact that All Out is the week after potentially damages all in, in respect of... When I say damages, I'm sure it'll still be a great show regardless. But if there wasn't another event, I mean, it's not even like the event is a month later. I would even argue then, oh, there's a pay-per-view ne- the month after, so that could damage it. There's literally a pay-per-view a week later and in an American audience, which is going to be bigger internationally and bigger in the States. So a lot of the matches that we could potentially say, oh, you could see this, you could see that, and you could see that, we won't see because it's more likely going to be on the pay-per-view the week after. Like, for example, CM Punk versus Samoa Joe, I think, could be quite a a, a, a good shout for a match since they face each other in the six-man. That could build a match we've not seen for a long time and people will want to see. Um, you know, not since the Ring of Honor days. People want to see CM Punk Samoa Joe. Fantastic, brilliant. You've got all in coming up. Ah, but the week after is all out and it's in, in Chicago. Chicago. So if it was going to happen, it's going to happen then. Or it would so be CM Punk versus MJF. That, that, that's what I mean. That's what I mean, eh? The, the high-profile matches. To say, wow, this is the first time we've ever been in the UK and we're booking out Wembley Stadium and this has been three, four years in the making, but the week after is the event where we're going to have the decent big matches because it's better for an international audience. It's just, it's just worrying me slightly. You can always carry on with the whole storyline of what tends to happen in AEW anyway. Or you want a world title match where you got to jump through all my hoops. You could literally have that and CM Punk has to face Samoa Joe the week before to try and weaken him. You could mm. still have CM Punk versus Samoa Joe and then if he wins, he gets the title shot in Chicago. Done. I mean, don't Smashed get me wrong. It. There you go, Tony. Yeah. Book it now. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm being very pessimistic towards it. Um, but I, I just think... And they may very well surprise me and surprise the odds and go, yeah, MJF's defend the world title against this person, CM Punk versus um, Samoa Joe. You know, we lost three again versus. I don't think Punk will defend the title. He'll be there, but he won't. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm just saying it could be CM Punk, Samoa Joe, MJF defended his title against somebody against Willis. Yeah, well, Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega. They may surprise us, announce all these matches, but if they then did, the argument would then flip to. Well, what are they going to do the week after? And how are they going to, you know, how are they going to build the event? We're saying, oh, they'll start the build to all in straight straight after Forbidden Door. Well, they won't. They'll start the build up for all in and all out. And mm-hmm. they're certainly going to have to say, I will challenge you at all in. Ah, OK, but I will challenge you at all out. And it's just like they've got to build up two pay-per-views in two months the week after each other. Interesting problem to have, yeah. It would be nice yeah. to see what happens. But this week we had Seth Rollins um, having pretty much three world title matches. One got cancelled, second one he faced Bron Breaker, and now he's facing um, Finn Balor now. So ultimately, they you know, one week he's facing one person, next week he's facing another. So it can be done. That's obviously cool. WWE, so they know how to book it yeah. properly, but AEW, very <laughs> similar. Apart from the fact you've all heard my. Um, opinions on these world title open challenge yeah, matches yeah, against, ridiculous. I agree against development um, talent against as well. NXT I just, people. Yeah. I just, yeah, it's, we're getting more in the ground match, so what more do you want? 
Oh, I saw that. Yeah, in, but they even called it like you're facing next next week in a Raw Underground match. They actually called it that, didn't they? Well, no, he said in two weeks. You picked well, basically last week. You went, oh yeah, you can have any stipulation you want. Yeah, I've had a long, hard think about it, and I'm bringing Raw Underground back. And then the next segment, he's like watching all footage of Raw Underground, and Gable yeah, Stevenson comes up like and goes, two matches, wasn't he, goes, he goes up to him and goes, hey, I know him pretty well. Of course you know him pretty well. It's your bloody brother. Like, what, what? I know him well. Of course you know him well. We all know he's your brother. And we all know what's going to happen in two weeks' time. He's going to turn it. And they're going to make Gable, Stevenson, and um, what's his face? Damon Kemp, the tag team. It's an interesting way to finally introduce him properly on TV. I know he's made a couple of appearances at Mania and something else before. And then disappeared again. So bringing him up through NXT, I mean, everybody, of course, has forgotten that two years ago he was on the draft and drafted to Raw, which never happened. So, you know, maybe the problem... We never forget. Well, no. Bringing him up through NXT. But again, are we potentially seeing these limitations that have been rumoured? And that's why we haven't already seen him and not seen him go straight on the main roster if they're bringing him in to assist with this Raw Underground segment. Because as we know... Raw underground, no ropes, more of your technical mat wrestling side of things. I can see why they're bringing him in for that because if he is going to get involved, that will make sense on the floor, freestyle wrestling type of thing, which he does. We're not throwing him straight away into a pro wrestling match, so it slightly worries me that he's still not ready, but he's been not ready now for two or three years. Yeah, but it's his facing Damon Kemp versus. Um... This new guy, I can't remember his name, um, but um, he's basically be in the corner of the new guy. Um, and ultimately, that's going to see the turn. But we could see more. Raw Underground's there. We could see Dabakato back in there. That's where he made his name. Ivy Nile, she made a name. Where's he been? Where's Dabakato been? He's back in NXT. He lost a um, handicap match to Scripps and Axiom uh, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, great. So, d- d- doing well for him then, isn't it? Yeah, he's basically been buried. But it's NXT, they've got to try new things. I'm loving NXT. What I'm not loving is the men's money in the bank match. What? I'm not loving that. For the simple reason... They're all in their prime. It's (laughs) They should rename... It should still be the MITB, but it should be the Mid Cards in the Bank. Mids in the Bank? Mids in the Bank. What do you think Money in the Bank is supposed to be for? It was invented for giving people who weren't doing anything a chance to ultimately take that step up and become a world champion. And that's what happened with Edge. So having your John Cena's, Randy Orton's, Batista, uh, you know, uh, Brock Lesnar's in there, who've won it before and have been in there. You're like, oh, well, they're in there. They're going to win. And Seth Rollins is in there. Oh, he's going to win it. This time, you're looking at it going, I can make a case for the majority of the people in that match. Probably about four or five of them, I can make a case of why they potentially could win it. Whereas beforehand, you saw oh, Seth's in it, he's winning. Or Randy's in it, he's winning. So in a way, it's good that they're mid-cards because, yeah, they they win it. And then ultimately, you're going, well, are they taking that step up now? So it's a good thing yeah. in a way. It's a cash-in for the Intercontinental title. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you partly, Dan. I would agree more if there were a couple of main event or at least former world champions in the mix with them, because then you've got, oh, a fo- there's two former world champions in this, for example, so they're the favourites to win. But then an upper mid-card wrestler, oh, could sneak it and could win and then carry the briefcase around for six to 12 months. That's great. But when, I mean... You mentioned previous matches. Look at the first ever Money in the Bank. Uh, apart from Shelton Benjamin, Benoit, Jericho, Christian, Kane, you know, former world champions or female champions. No, no, I, I agree. I mean, he eventually became one at least. But, you know, the, the only outlier there was Shelton Benjamin and he had a, you know, he had a very good show. But Edge had never won a title. But, and Ed, the reason you look at Edge, first ever winner, and that match was created to elevate the start. And if you think of Money in the Bank, Edge and Seth Rollins are the two most famous people who have had the best cash-ins. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whoa. Dolph Ziggler, but carry on. Yeah, but you, you look at it, it's lost its fizz over the past few years. We've had people winning it who've literally done nothing with it, like the Braun Strowman's and your um, A-Time Downs. But it always has that suspense. You've got the women's one as well. You, know, you can always have that to look forward to. <laughs> I just... The fact that they've announced Logan Paul reeks of desperation for me. 
because they thought, look at the match we've got here, look at the people that are in it. This is money in the bank. We need a name in there. And they've had to throw Logan Paul in. Now, I'm not necessarily worried that he's going to win. Let's say for a minute he is going to. Biggest mistake in the world if you had Logan Paul. I'll say. Biggest mi- no, argument. No, no, it's not. No, but no, biggest mistake from the standpoint of as long as he doesn't win the world title. If he wins the money, if he wins the briefcase, he carries it around. It's a, it's a great thing in respect of promotion for the company because you've got Logan Paul carrying around the prize to potentially be the next world champion. Of course, now we know that the rules have slightly changed and you can cash it in on a mid-card title, which just, why would you cash in on a mid-card title when you've got the chance to cash in for a world title? That that doesn't that doesn't make any sense, but anyway. Um, it's because you can just go and go, yeah, Volans, can I have a match? Yeah, right, yeah, here you go. Well, yeah. You don't what, need to anymore. Why no would you cash? Yeah, but then there's an open challenge for the bloody US title every other week. So why would you cash you can, in? You can cash it in. Oh, any so time, you're you're going to have an open challenge for the US title and Theory's going to get knocked out and then he's going to cash it in and be like, yeah, he's down and injured. I can cash it in now and win it. I just think, like I said... What do you think the heat would be if... So Gunther is like LDIC title for over a year. How much heat do you think there'd be if like, oh, it was Riddle versus Gunther at money in the bank and then all of a sudden Logan Paul cashes in on Gunther and beats him and you're like this guy who's like the unbeatable guy in Gunther and he's just being pinned by Logan Paul but a bit of shenanigans you can imagine the viral traction that we get and all of the marks on Twitter will be absolutely fuming at that oh I would be believe me I do you know what I wouldn't have I well I already have an issue that the fact that apparently the cashing can be cashed in on a mid-card title that that's a big issue for me it should be for the world title but just taking that out and think for a minute i wouldn't be necessarily as negative or against it if he cashed in if, if logan paul won and cashed in against say for example like theory for the u.s title because i don't see the u.s title on the same plane as the intercontinental title the well, intercontinental <laughs> well exactly yeah. especially since they've done a hell of a lot more in the last few months to try and get a bit more credibility on this continental title with gunther if all that's just going to be erased by the fact that logan paul takes the ta- takes the intercontinental championship on gunther that's ridiculous i don't necessarily have an issue with him being u.s champion for a couple of months because i don't who, who who cares about? Let's be honest. Who cares about the US title? As long as you don't win the world title. All I can say is, thank God we're not going to be there in London to watch it happen. No, you'll be at my house. I'm going to be staying up to watch it though. Well, well yeah, we I, all... ho- I hope we all will be staying up to watch it. I bet Town will still fall asleep by the mid match. I can't. I've got to drive you home afterwards. You probably flick over to the football, and then all of a sudden, Italia versus. Uh... Well, that's a good thing. It's <laughs> July. Yeah, there is no finished. football. That is a good thing. What time does it start then, UK time? Seven. It is. Uh, is that the pre-show? Seven. Pre-show is six. Pre-show will be six. Show will be seven. Right. Okay. That's fine. Get me. I say get the Domino's pizza in. That's planned. But I'm on a bit of a health kick at the minute. The Domino's I've been going, pizza. We're not having a kebab. I've been going. I've done three three-mile runs this week. Tara knows you like eating kebabs at the moment. Anyway, doesn't he? You've done three three-mile runs. The car doesn't count. <laughs> no, I have. I've done three three-mile runs this week, been eating better. I haven't drunk any fizzy pop for two weeks. On the days I haven't been doing a run, I've been doing a 10-minute for, for Father's Day. I did, have a, 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 I did do a Logan Paul Prime. However, Prime has zero calories, so i got, got coconut me. water in so, it as well. So does Pepsi Max still. Cherry's got zero calories. I know, but it makes <laughs> me bloated to fizzy drinks. Plus, it does. I'm I also in Pepsi Max Cherry. Uh, I also went to the dentist on Tuesday for the first time in about three years since I finally got a dentist since I moved away. And you get it for free because you have a child now. He said, to, no, <laughs> you got to pay. <laughs> Only children get it free. Um, and he said, how old are you? I said, I'm in my early 30s. Ooh. He said, your teeth look really, really good to look at. But when I look at them properly, look at them through an x-ray, your teeth are as bad as somebody in the 70s. They're all, waste, they're all wasting away. And I was like, look how white they are. Look how straight they are. And I've got all my teeth. And he's like, yeah, they shouldn't be that straight. That's you, you must be drinking too much fizzy drinks to the point where I've now got to pay. I've got to go back next month and in August, 
pay £120 oh. and have a retainer fitted to wear it. Oh, he's having you off. He's having so, you off. No, I do. Because apparently he said, not only that, I must grind my teeth in my sleep. And oh. the wife says I do as well. So I do it without the kids. So, yeah, my teeth are just filing themselves down. Who is this guy? Isaac Yankum or is it Britt Baker <laughs> Well, yeah, Isaac Yankum by the sounds of it. So the doctor will see you now. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so, yeah, back back to Money in the Bank. We'll see whether or not I have a piece. I probably will because it'll be a cheat day, but it'll be a small one. I'm not like paying one. a tenner for uh, that. So let's go to Audi and get one for a quid. It's better. So, we get, we've got the deal. Me and Ryan have got the deal. Don't worry. We're all sorted. So mm-hmm. we've got a deal with Dumbbells. We know we're in the know with someone. You've got a deal. It'll still be like it. seven quid for a large pizza. Don't, listen, don't you go worried about it. We will have just been paid. It's next week. It's a week on Saturday. Yeah. We're um, watching it and then we're going to the pub afterwards. Right, a celebration for when Logan Paul cash wins the title and then cashes in on Seth Franklin Rollins. Yeah, afterwards. we'll have the beers, we'll have the eager bombs, our doors open. Oh, um, so uh, yeah, let's see. A little bit of the Jaeger. Have a little, a little bit, bit of the Jaeger. It's in the freezer ready. Only five. Blue only five matches so far announced. Of course, we'll do our predictions next week in preparation for the event. Lots of scenarios versus the Street Profits. Tomorrow. There's eleven matches for Forbidden Door. We haven't gone through them. We're gonna go on Forbidden Door now <laughs> before uh, very quickly before we do our quiz. But yeah, I think there will be some. Uh, I, th- I think there will be some more added. I think it'll be telling if. If an Austin Theory US title gets added randomly to the event, I think that says there'll be a cash because they're either going to do one or two things. They're either going to do the UK dirty like they already do, and for the first time in about four years, there's going to be no cashing on the show, or there will be cashing, but it'll be on like a mid card title or the or a women's title. I could probably see a women's title. That that would make sense. But the women's title's only just recently changed hands to Asuka. And Rhea Ripley ain't dropping it anytime soon. If it was Bianca Belair still champion, yeah, I could see a cash-in, but not an ask it so soon. Well, then, no cash-in, I'm going to say. We'll see what happens next next week. week. (laughs) Give us a handful of picks then, Jamie, for matches you're looking forward to for uh, the weekend then. What is 11 matches on the card? And I tell you, I'm looking forward to 10 of them uh, because one's on the (laughs) pre-show. So it doesn't count. I thought you were going to say I'm looking forward to all of them <laughs> apart from Orange Cassidy because I love Orange terrible, Cassidy. terrible. No, I mean, uh, there's some uh, tasty matches there. I think the good thing about the Orange Cassidy match at the minute, which gives me a little bit of hope. So you've got Shibata, Daniel Garcia, Zack Sabre Jr. and Orange Cassidy in a fatal four-way match for the International Championship. That gives me hope that a singles match will happen in London. I bloody well hope so. Uh, between them two, uh, because obviously they've been. That's what he said. He wanted to. He wanted to face Zack Sabre Junior. Now it's a fatal four way. They might be saving that for London, but we'll see what happens. Because obviously, Zack Sabre Junior. is of course English. So why the bloody hell not? Let's let's put him in there. Um, yeah, he loves it. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Orange Castle will retain, uh, obviously. Um, Tony Storm, hopefully Jamie Hayter, they'll obviously do something with that. But obviously it's Tony Storm and Willow Nightingale. She's quite over at the moment. Obviously she won the title for Mercedes Monet in New Japan. So we'll see what happens with Mercedes Monet when she comes back. Obviously known to our wider fans as Sasha Banks. Uh, MJF versus Tanahashi. But the great thing about that as well, MJF was basically like... It's not the first time I've no-showed, so we'll see if he actually turns up. Um, he will, he will. He will, of course he will. But, I mean, he teased that last week. Again, I haven't watched Dynamite yet. I'll be watching it tonight because Mercedes is getting into AEW a lot more now. And because she's coming to London, she wants to watch him with me, so I have to wait. I think it's with Tanahashi, though. He, he faced John Moxley last year for the world title. So he, he just racks up what he wants and gets two world title shots in a row. Never known anything like Logan Paul. Never, yeah, Logan Paul. Um, He'll be coming to the ring with a, with somebody, uh, with Kenta dressed as a bottle of prime next. Bloody hell. Uh, obviously, you got Sonada and Jungle Boy Jack Perry, which we were talking about earlier in the show as well. Jack Perry Terrible. gets his first singles title shot properly. Um. And then you've got the two dream matches, Omega, Osprey, Danielson, Okada, which is going to be beautiful. Uh, you've got a 10-man tag match. Uh, again, 
setting up what blood and guts will be. Obviously, you've got some Japanese imports in there at the moment as well. Uh, whereas I think with blood and guts, you won't have them in. So they'll get some other people in there. Uh, and I think one of the matches, um, where's it gone? Um, Suzuki Gods versus, which is Suzuki Guevara, Jericho versus Sting, Darby Allen, and somebody to still be announced. So oh. we'll see who they announce for that one. Do we think there's a, a possibility any, um, any titles will change hands? The only one. If if I mean you've got obviously the Owen Hart Cup tournament um starting then as well, which is what CM Punk's matches. Um you've got the Kojima versus CM Punk in the uh, men's Owen Hart Cup tournament first round match. Uh, the only title, if any changed hands, would be Osprey, I reckon. Um I, I want Jungle Boy to win, but I can't see his first big title being New Japan and then going to New Japan. I don't think his style of wrestling would fit and work over in New Japan. I could be completely wrong and he could be really over in Japan. I don't know, but I don't see him winning the IWGP um, World Heavyweight Championship, especially for his first title, maybe like a US Championship, which is obviously what Omega and Osprey is after. But um, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. It is a relatively new title though, isn't it? The the World Heavyweight one. So I don't know. If, if any of them to set up the rubber match for London... Kenny Omega and Osprey, because Osprey did he lose it to Kenny Omega? It was, weren't it? Maybe yeah, I don't know. I think um, so. so obviously setting up, but then Kenny Omega might still win it, and then Will Osprey just goes on a basic rampage to say the only place I can beat you is in my hometown. That could be another way to do it. And Kenny Omega is two up in the series. So they just have the third match because it's London. Then it doesn't really matter. And then Will Ospreay wins the title in his hometown. Which could work either way. I don't care. I'm just happy to see it. Uh, but that's the only title I could possibly see changing hands. But I'll be happy with Kenny Omega retaining and them two facing each other for a third match. We're going to get that third match in London unless someone gets injured. I hope so. And and the question is, will you be watching it live? I already I already ordered it. I got it free from Fight TV because so I was ordered it so you can watch credits. it on demand in the morning. I'll be watching it live. I watch oh, all awesome. AEW pay per views live, one AM till five AM. What would you rather watch though? Forbidden Door or the newly announced event? It's just come up now, the article on reliable source. Kayfabe news. <laughs> it's Raw and SmackDown superstars to collide on pay-per-view. Permitted door. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say bragging rights. Nope, permitted door. It says here Raw and SmackDown superstars will collide in a cross-brand event that the WWE is calling once in a lifetime, just like The Rock versus John Cena. <laughs> Yeah, well, they, door, isn't, well, isn't that just Raw or SmackDown? Because they just go on to each other's shows. Well, yeah, well, that's why it. it's permitted door. It's allowed. It will feature many matchups that fans have seen before. The main event, <laughs> for example, that will feature Bobby Lashley versus Braun Strowman, a match WWE fans have been begging for ever since their long series of matches in 2021. <laughs> there you go, see? I'd rather watch permitted door. There's only one door I'm going to, and it's forbidden. There's only one door that I'm going to, and it's through the Quiz League door. And as a reminder, our scores on the doors are Danny's on six, Joey's on one, Jamie's on six, and I am on three. So it's all to play for. And Joe, I believe you're hosting this week. Yes, I am. It's a 10-question wrestling quiz. Mostly WWE, some non-WWE it's questions. It's a wrestling quiz, man. You don't have shockers. Yeah. yeah. We all ready to go? Is it all Let's about do doors? It. it better be. <laughs> no. Permitted ones, I hope. Okay. Yes. Uh, question number one. We all know Edge came back at the Royal Rumble in 2021, but before... He came back in 2021. What was the last Royal Rumble he was in before he came back? So before 2021, what was the last yeah, Royal Rumble that. he competed in? I'll go with that one also. That'll do. 
Question number two, true or false? Bobby Lashley has never been in a Hell in a Cell match. Ooh. Mm. No, I've seen him in an octagon. Does that count? <laughs> That's just a cage match, isn't it? Yeah. Question number three. WrestleMania 2 had a battle royal that included stars from which sports franchise? Say that again. Sorry, uh, Dan. Mm. Um, so, uh, Wrestle- yeah, so WrestleMania 2 had yeah. a battle royal and included stars from which sports franchise? So we say XFL, NHL, what sports yeah. franchise was it? Do we get a bonus point for saying who won the match? No, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, question number four. What movie was Hugh Jackman promoted when he was the guest general manager of Raw? Oh, cool. I remember who he whacked, but I don't know what the film was. It was a good movie, that as well. What movie was he yeah, promoted? Yeah. I yeah. have no idea. Uh, question number five. Which Jersey Shore star were the 2011 Slammy of the Year for a Lester? <laughs> What Jersey Shore star won the 2011 Slammy of the Year? You said Jersey Shore, we all wrote it down. (laughs) (laughs) What's the Jersey Jersey Shore? It's a remake of Geordie Shore. Ah. Isn't Geordie Shore a remake of Jersey Shore? We're not smart enough to come up with that idea first. No. Uh, Question number six. What pop star managed Reddy Richter at WrestleMania 1? What pop star managed Wendy Richter at WrestleMania World? Oh, Wendy, Wendy Richter, Richter. Oh, fair enough, yes. yeah. Wendy Richter, who is a manager, what pop star? Uh, question number seven. What caused Andre the Giant to eliminate himself from the 1989 Royal Rumble? He oh. saw something. What yes. caused him yes. to eliminate yes. himself? Yes, That's a clue. You saw something. Oh, I'm not, not doing three bad on this. I'm not doing three bad on this. Uh, question number eight. Who is the re- heaviest superstar to wrestle at WrestleMania? Who is the heaviest superstar to wrestle at WrestleMania? Oh, um... Okay. Question number nine. Before they were called Imperium, what was Walter Staple name called in the Independence? Before they were called Imperium, what were they called on the Independence? It was Ring Staple. And question number ten. What was Ricochet's ring name in Lucha Underground? Cool. What what was who, sorry? Um, Ricochet's okay. ring name in Lucha Underground. Tread. Oh, right, okay. So Lucha Underground, he had a different name. What was that name, please? Tread. Was Tread. it not just yeah. Rick O'Shea? No, it's Tread. I like Rick O'Shea from Ireland. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's question actually number Richard O'Shea. Yeah, question Rick O'Shea. Rick O'Shea. Uh, question number one. Um, Edge came back in the Royal Rumble in 2021, but when was the Royal Rumble he last competed at before he came back in 2021? What was the year, Taron? Oh, 2011 or 2012. I'll go with 2012. Jamie? I went the other way, 2013 or 2012, but then oh. went with 2012. <laughs> Dad? 2011. That is correct. 2011. Because oh, <laughs> he retired in 2012 after a match with Alberto Del Rio, and Alberto Del Rio won the Royal Rumble, so he wouldn't have been in it. Okay. Uh, question number two true or false? Bobby Lashley has never been in a Hell in the Cell, Jamie. True. Taran? False. Dad? False. He faced Drew McIntyre, I think, in one. Yeah, correct. False. You faced through McIntyre. Uh, 
Question number three, in WrestleMania 2 uh, Battle Royal, which uh, include which stars from which other sports franchise, Dan? NFL. Jamie? The National Football League. Aaron? It was the NFL, I believe. Lawrence Taylor won it. Correct, NFL. Uh, question number four. What movie was Hugh Jackman promoting when he was guest GM? Aaron? Do you know what? I, I honestly don't know. I can't remember. what what I know it's not, but one of the X-Men films. I know, I'll just I know Jamie, I know Dan. I know yeah. it. Yeah, Real Steel. Real Steel. It's that yeah, fight in against those robots. Steel. I'm, I'm glad I don't know. <laughs> it's like <laughs> soccer robot. No one's yeah, ever seen it. <laughs> no, no one's seen Sorry. it, but I know what it is. <laughs> I've seen it. Uh, question number five. Which JC Shaw star won the 2011 Slammy of the Year for A Lister? Dad? Snooky. Snooky, Snooky. Snooky. As soon as he said JC Shaw, we all put Snooky. Yeah, Snooky. I'm assuming you all got Snooky. That's fine. Indeed. Uh, question six. Which pop star managed Wendy Richter at WrestleMania 1? Jamie. Cindy Lauper. I also did with Cindy Lauper. I also did as well. Correct, Cindy Lauper. Question seven. What caused Andre the Giant to eliminate himself from the 1989 Royal Rumble? He saw something in him, he didn't eliminate himself, Dan. Why'd you come to me first? <laughs> That's um, the first time he's come to you. That's like the fifth time he's come to me. Hulk Hogan. Aaron. It was a snake. It was Jake the Snake Robert's snake, I think. I've also gone Jim. for a snake. It was a snake, correct. Uh, I was going to say a joke by going badger, but you know, I just said snake, just so yeah, I got the point. He, he saw a snake. <laughs> uh, question, a snake. Question number eight. Who is the heaviest superstar to wrestle at WrestleMania, Tarrant? I put, as he called, Akibono or something. That guy who faced the big show in a sumo match. Jamie. Oh, I just went for Yokozuna. Um, yeah, I also went Akibono. It was Yokozuna. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. That was us being clever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, question nine. Before they called Imperium, what was the staple called on the independence? Jamie? European Union. Aaron? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know this, Dad. Ring Camp. Correct, Ring Camp. Uh, uh, question number ten. What was Ricochet's ring name in Lucha Underground? Aaron. It was Prince Puma. Prince Puma. Jamie. Flying Man. Man. <laughs> Prince Puma. Correct. Prince Puma. Speed of the Puma. 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 Okay. I got six out of ten. Oh, Eight out of ten God. cats. Oh, I didn't get that. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, that wins with eight. I did have a tiebreaker as well, but you got tiebreaker. Go for it. What not? was it? What was the tiebreaker? Go on. You so know, we always to, like it. So to the nearest one, what was Collision's viewership number? Oh, it was like seven hundred eighty-two thousand. No, I thought that. it was eight hundred and something. I thought eight 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 two six. And I'll Maybe. go for uh, seven hundred and eighty-four thousand. Harry's the closest. It was eight one six. Oh, 816. I only Doesn't read it this anyway. morning. That's how I nearly got yeah. it on the round. Yeah, all the points to me. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> no, Dan with the point on that, you're now on seven, Dan. Seven, Jamie six, me three, Joe one. Who, whose turn is it next week? It's, it's going to be that money in all the bank. All about that money. Yeah, 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 that money. Money. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a quiz all about JTG. Probably. <laughs> Dan, where yeah. can everybody find us on the socials? Yeah, you can find us on your Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are Grapplecast Show. Make sure you find us also wherever you get your podcasts at Grapplecast Show. And more importantly, make sure you like, rate, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Fantastic. Well, if you're into your independent wrestling, you know, why not watch The Forbidden Door this, uh, this weekend wrestling. and enjoy it? But if you're into your, you know, your, your wrestling entertainment, why not tune into Permitted Door instead? And enjoy Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley. Enjoy whatever you're going to watch. Jamie, if you'd like to sign us off. I guess there's only one way to sign it off by saying...
goodbye and good night. Ta-ra, guys. Ring the bell!